Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hate your stinking guts. Little rascals. I wanted to do the rest of it. Oh, don't go ahead. I'm sorry. I love that it's movie. It's fine. Well, you got it. I, you know, I honestly am feeling amazing um, about this whole movie thing. Like, I feel like I'm pretty much on a roll now. Yeah, you're back on your... Well, I, I was, I was, I've never been this good. <laughs> like, I've never gotten this many right in like a one month right. time frame. So. so, congratulations. Thank you, friend. The next Friday from last week doesn't count because I don't like that movie. So... Well, but yeah, Little okay. Rascals. That was the reboot, right? With all those cute kids. Definitely. When did that movie come out? 90. I'm going to guess. 90. I'm going to say 95, just because I don't know. Let's I remember see. being a kid and going to the theaters and loving it. I think my parents even bought it on VHS when it came out. <gasps> a 94. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Close enough. So cute. I wonder where those kids are now. It's probably a BuzzFeed article on them somewhere. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Several. I mean, they were adorable. Who even knows? All right. Well, welcome back, guys. I'm Buckwheat. <laughs> and I am Kanika Jenkins. This is The Read. Yeah. Sorry we're a day late uh, this week. I've been laid up and half dying, so had to push it back a little bit. But I thank mean, you all for tuning in anyway. Yeah. You know? I was thinking about being petty, but I'm just going to move on. No, don't say anything rude, because I know how you like to do. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's no, it really is. Who do we have for Black Excellence this week? This week's Black Excellence, uh, we've had a couple of things. First of all, congratulations to Lena Waithe, first black woman to win an Emmy Award for comedy writing. Yay, and so fun. God, so fun. And for it to be the story that it was, it's magnificent. Yeah. So I definitely shed a few thug tears. No, they were Bush Queen tears, but I tried. <laughs> uh, Donald Glover won mm-hmm. uh, first black person to win an award for best director in a comedy. 
It's fucking sad how many first blacks we still have in 2017. I will get to that okay. later on in the show. Okay. Uh, and Sterling K. Brown. Yes. Won uh, outstanding lead actor in a drama for This Is Us. He deserves. That man acts his ass off on that show. That show is just. My I God. I just recently started it. I had it. It was like a few weeks into the the show when I started hearing everybody talking about it, but then they were simultaneously talking about how hard they were weeping and stuff like that. Right, and I'm like, right. I got enough shit in my life that's breaking me down. Like, <laughs> right. I will get to that later. Now it's just kind of like I'm balancing it out with anime. Okay. Uh, I'm catching up on lots of new things to just the bright colors and yelling and stuff. Helps so to balance stupid. out that mood. So first black person, first black guy to win that in 19 years. So fucking tragic. So congratulations to all of the great people at the Emmy Awards this year who won and, you know, showed out for your race, your culture and the cause. Mm, yes. And shout out to Issa. Shout out to Issa. We were a wall to get there. For being the realist during the red carpet. Yes. I can tell you have something brewing in have your a, spirit. Just a few feelings. Okay. Just no, very minute. Uh, your feelings are my favorite. Shout out to Sloan Stevens for being on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Um, shout out to Trina for showing her ass at the Hip Hop Honors. Missy. Shout out to Melissa. My God. Misdemeanor. Mm. Elliot. My God. How is the best performance first? They fl- should have flipped her and Mariah. Missy should have closed the show. Because damn. I love how Missy's music is like the stuff that she performs and all that is older, but still dope and sounds amazing. And she never fails on giving you a visual or a performance. Never. She never, ever fucks that up. I just, you know, I watched that performance and I just said, my God, you know, thank you. Thank you for giving us mm-hmm. this wonderful, wonderful person. <laughs> and she had been rehearsing. I remember she was looking for dancers. She had auditions all over the place a few weeks ago. And the, she was rehearsing and posting stuff. all the, And I was like, what is she rehearsing for? Oh, yeah. What is she rehearsing for? I'm so curious. It was for that. Um, she basically recreated the She's a Bitch music mm-hmm. video, which I'll remind you was still one of the most expensive videos of all time. I think $2 million Damn. is what they spent to make that video. Wow. Um, with the ball head and the like onyx skin yeah. and all of these dancers shot the fuck out to Sean Bankhead for that fucking choreography. Like, I just want to know who, who, who in rap music, fuck gender, male, female, squirrel. I don't care. So stupid. What, who, <laughs> who is giving you these beats, these records that are so timeless? Who's giving you choreography that they can keep up with on stage who's giving you rhythm who's giving you choreography who's giving you costume who's giving you makeup who's giving you a full on package with Mm -hmm. hype like the bitch came up out of water and then she posted on Instagram after about how fucking cold she was the whole performance because she was like in the water from the beginning had to like you're underwater her 
shoes are filled with water it's making the dancing even harder because your feet so fucking mm-hmm. heavy you would know you wouldn't even think of that right. because performance value <laughs> who else who else who's doing it name the person tell me Crystal I mean, please right that, now there isn't anybody else that's really the no answer one. no one else no one no iconic one. legendary ahead of her time mm-hmm. unlike anyone else incomparable unmatched yes. unbeatable the one like Missy Elliott yes. those are the performances you expect from a, a Beyonce from a Michael those are the performances like those are the bitches that you were like yes you can have whatever money amount of money that yeah. you're asking from because I will come because I know that you are going to get up on that motherfucking stage mm-hmm. and you're going to show me some shit that nobody else is even thinking about showing me the rest of these bitches will give you whatever sewing is hot on Instagram that month <laughs> these niggas are just cutting their braids so they'd reach like right under the brow and then they're dyeing them whatever fucking Crayola color and then they get on stage and yell and go home. And that's fun too. Mm-hmm. But that's not Missy. But that's not creative direction. No. You're not thinking about it like the my God. It's not even a new song. Right. But it's a great one. Goddamn. I, actually, the hip hop honors, I thought the show for the most part was pretty good. Um, but speaking of dancing with a fucked up foot, shout out to Tiana Taylor with that damn boot on, still killing it. Like, wait a minute, sis, you really? So you said I'm not canceling VH1. I'm going anyway, and I'm still going to kill it. Like, wow. So good. But yeah, <sighs> Missy is everything. I remember that read you did on her a while back, and it's still true. It will always be true. And you know, I just have to un- I have to accept that I'm at a point now where, you know, the pop culture generation is not me. Like I'm not a part of Oh no, you age right out of the it. The generation that like defines what's popping sitting at the top yep. of pop culture anymore. Mm-mm. And that's, you know, I'm I'm learning to live with that. I'm happy approaching my thirties and being grown. Uh but there's still, you know, children. Apparently some new rapper sampled that that beat. Oh, okay. Um and you already have the confused, dizzy uh, weird ass ankle biting ass children out here with no home training right. with no people in their lives to teach them right from wrong clearly saying oh isn't that such and such's beat shut your mouth no, girl. shut your mouth Mm-mm. shut your whore mouth don't say a <laughs> single other word what is wrong with you sir oh my be God, quiet I can't even laugh ugh sorry just just shut your mouth and recognize genius you should be doing nothing but saying hello missy Thank you so much for taking a part in music. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thank you so much for opening doors for the girls that I stand for yes. today and the guys that I stand for today across the board. I mean, rap, R&B. Missy has written words that have come out of Beyonce's mouth on more than one occasion. Like, yes, you should be saying thank you so much for doing something on this stage that can motivate and inspire the rest of these girls. And Missy, if they don't take any initiative from watching you bust down this motherfucking stage on a song that is ages old at this point and still fuck it up and get people hype as if it just came out, that song could have been brand new and the girls wouldn't know. (laughs) Like, thank you. If they don't take 
a piece of your recipe and just dash a little bit of paprika or whatever on their careers, then you know, then they're failing. You know, that is their piss poor decision to not look at this bitch and be like, you know what? Work ethic, goals, dreams, aspiration, artistic value. Let me just add a, a taste of that to what I'm doing. I feel sorry for them. I pity them. You'll never be Missy. But all you can do is look at what Missy is doing and say, hey, I can try. I'm saying, like, you could use Missy's talent and innovation as an inspiration to do better in your own damn life. You could do that instead of trying to hate or take away from this woman. Missy has done so much for rap, period, especially female rappers. and R&B, It's pop, very few of y'all that can touch her vision. Reggae. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hard-pressed to think of a rapper who can... <laughs> who can come up with anything the way Missy can, so. Probably death metal. Give that bitch her flowers. Folk. I'm just, you she will never. <sighs> anyway, we haven't, all right. We haven't even gotten started yet. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So this week... On hot tops and cool bottoms. Got a lot of ground to cover. Okay. Speaking of rap girls, Cardi B is leading the BET Hip Hop Awards nominations with a... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four
Nine. Damn. I probably counted that wrong. Let me try one more time. What? All off the strength of Bodak Yellow? I'm guessing. Damn. Um, the thing is, okay, so these nominations, a lot of them are like regular categories that you would find at any award the show. best new artist or whatever. And then some of them are like, what does this mean? So she posted, uh, I guess, some graphic or whatever that they sent to her on her Instagram. These are the nominations. Uh, best hip hop video. Okay. Hot ticket performer. What is that? I don't know. MVP of the year. Okay. Single of the year. Best new hip hop artist. Mm-hmm. Best mixtape. Impact track. Okay. All Made you again. look award. Oh, okay. Best hip hop style. So, yeah, these categories seem kind of. And hustler of the year. <laughs> like, is this. <laughs> Some of these categories seem like they overlap each other. If you can figure out what they even mean. Like and that, some of them sound like we're going to the player's ball. <laughs> or like they made up categories just to nominate people they wouldn't have nominated otherwise. I guess just to get more people there. I don't really get that. But I am proud of Cardi B and rooting for her. So also, I hope she goes and I hope she wins. Um, I mean, I only look at the BET Hip Hop Awards for the ciphers. And at this point, you could just wait like a couple of minutes after each cipher and it pops mm-hmm. up online in full. True. Sometimes I think they even post the ciphers before the show, but I may be making that up. Either way. Yeah, because it's not live, right? No. No, BT definitely does not do the hip-hop Hell awards. Hell no. Oh, I don't God. think they've ever done the hip-hop awards live. And they oughtn't. <laughs> they really should not. I think they do it maybe a, a week or two prior and then they air it so they might i don't know what they're gonna do but that's really the only reason for this don't i guess that's why they make up all these nominations and categories in the first place because don't nobody care uh, hey, but most of those cardi fits and, yeah. and probably deserves to win i don't know who else is is up in those categories but i mean bodak yellow is huge i think they is projected to be number one next week so yeah. and the demons are already in line uh the whites Oh god! They have like a uh, look. Look what you made me do! List the streaming party. I forgot that that's what you call Taylor Swift's people. <laughs> yeah, the, the whites. whites. Isn't it perfect? It is. I mean, it fits right in. It is, and they come marching right on through like a big ass crowd of the undead, right? Ready to come fuck up all of us regular, normal, having a hard ass people. Mm-hmm. I see it, friend. I do. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so congratulations to Cardi B. Um, I can admit I am tired of Bodak Yellow personally. Yeah, me too. I streamed it a couple of times when I heard about the number one thing, and then when I saw the whites, uh, that's W I T E S, isn't it? I think it's W Y T E S, because I watched Game of Thrones with the closed captioning on. Uh-huh. It would have been too much if they did white if they spelled white like white people. I think so. You might want to Google. Either it. way, um, no, it looks like you're right. Um. What else? So, yeah, I'm tired of that song, but I do like her verse on the G-Eazy record. That's the first time I've ever gone and listened to a G-Eazy song on purpose. I don't know who that is, being honest. The white boy that I thought was Andrew Schultz. That performed, he performed, who was it, Britney? Oh, that's who that was. Oh, God. Cardi B did a song with him? Him and it's him, ASAP Rocky, and Cardi B is his song. Though. I'm going to have to listen to that. It's good. Really? I like it. Huh. Okay. If you say so. Mm-hmm. Like through and through, like the whole thing. I don't mind. Any I'm real of it. skeptical about white boy rappers, white rappers. Every period. each and every time, because unless they're like Logic, he could have been like a. Is Logic even white? I thought he said he had a, a black mama or something, a half black mama. I thought that was his whole thing. Let me 
Because G Easy seemed like a Chanel West Coast to me. Like, oh, you're a rapper. No, people like G Easy. I mean, I'm sure somebody likes Chanel West Coast too. I'm just saying, if I see people a white rapper, I'm gonna be like, oh, I don't know about that, bro. Let me. You know, people you gotta give you a minute. Meeting Chanel West Coast and being like, you rap, like you, like people don't know that. <laughs> And she keeps saying it all of the time. Okay. Let me find out about this. I don't know anything about uh, Logic besides the fact that I was up in the middle of the night one day and I saw a thumbnail for that music video about suicide. And I just saw the little, I saw the boy from um, Modern Family. Luke? Yeah, I saw Luke from Modern Family in the thumbnail. And I was like, Luke doing music videos? What? And clicked on it. Two seconds in, I was like, oh, it's about to be some emotional ass record. Then I thought Logic was black. Uh, Khalid and Alicia Cara. I like Khalid. Isn't he great? Love Khalid. Oh so my god. So good. Location had me. That's enough. That's my fucking song. That's enough. That's Just my fucking that. We could stop song. right there, but everything. It's so good. Then the, I watched the whole music video and halfway through I was like okay I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna cry because I would cry because I'm a crybaby but I'm not going to because I'm gonna be a G tonight. Ended mm-hmm. in like fits of t- like of I was like retching oh like, no really it was just ridiculously okay well let me check out this young man I won't be unfair it's just um, white rapper automatically has my guard up I don't know if he's mixed or not well, I don't yeah, really there's care. an article here on is. Rolling Stone uh, yeah that calls him biracial okay well if he is then awesome cool yeah. though I liked the song and the message behind it so I don't mind him uh G Easy made me a little uncomfortable when I first saw him, but well, that's because it was that wretched Britney Spears performance, and it was right after Beyonce, so it, it wasn't going to look good regardless. It but I don't gonna... mind the song. Okay, and I really will listen. Juicy J just dropped a new mixtape, and Cardi B is on it. The song is disgusting, but Cardi B's like first part is like a. I don't know if you would call it an interpolation. Okay, it's Nan. Okay. It's Trina's part of Nan. Oh. So, so that's, she's like, just doing Trina's verse? No, she doesn't do Trina's verse. Like, she starts it like, you don't know Nan. Oh, okay. And Got then she does you. her regular. So I was like, oh, you're oh, paying, you I like know, that, yes. Homage? That's right, girl. To Pay legends? your respect to the legends, yes. I mean, Cardi, Especially one who don't fuck with nobody unless they fuck with her. It's, Especially... You know, who is who was I thinking? <laughs> Trina is like the Monica of the rap world. She really is. She is. She very much is. Trina is very friendly. Trina is friends with everyone. Mm-hmm. And Trina will not say nothing to you, not fuck with you, not do anything right. unless you and you have to like really try Trina. Cause like I've said, it's plenty of people who could have got their heads knocked off mm-hmm. or got cussed the fuck out by Trina and she'll take the high road. Maybe a little bit of a shade like yeah, when she said something on that Instagram video live video whatever she did when they had asked her about Khloe Kardashian oh, remember God, how they said the French that Montana Khloe, thing yeah. and she was like you know you know what they say rats do rats they chase the cheese and uh, you know that's that I mean <laughs> like facts are facts girl very just a classy little statement mm-hmm. and we're moving on yeah gifted did you see when she called uh, June's Diary Fifth Harmony by accident? oh my god nigga I fucking cried I love her I, I wanted to say Trina it's only one black girl in Fifth Harmony it is only one girl but I'm sure you didn't know that and that's okay Uh, and Kelly Rowland is her friend and probably the only reason and they, they were, were there so, oh god they were Kelly and Monica did you see them at the hip hop mm-hmm. they were so adorable oh man Monica holding a side oh adorable I love but yeah, it. I did see that. 
All right. So next up, Tamar Braxton uh, posted a cover and uh, title for her next album on Instagram. It's called Bluebird of Happiness. Um, Okay. These R&B albums, they have titles these days that sound like like poems that a little white boy in high school wrote that you got to keep your eye on. Mm. Like a little white boy who's writing his poetry and you just got to, every now and then. Like Birds in the Trap sing Bryant McKnight. That's a ridiculous album title. That is a very ridiculous. I was thinking Anybody Want to Buy Heart. Oh, God. The Elusive Chanteuse. Like these titles these days are just like, what are you talking about? Like, well, The Elusive Chanteuse, that's just so Mariah. You know Mariah exactly. loves big word. That's exactly what I thought of when I thought about that earlier. I was just like, you know, but these girls must be so tired of Mariah and being able to do whatever the fuck she want. And we still love it because she's Mariah. But Mariah also in her prime went to places that you could never go today. True. You know, so it's like, True. of course we give her you know, yes. her space to do whatever. I mean, yeah, we, we laugh at Mariah because she goes on stage and stands perfectly still in two tight <laughs> and clothes. And just, and that's we, 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 we laugh at that, but nobody is denying Mariah fucking Carrie. Please. She is allowed. No one. Yes, she is. She may. <laughs> I actually want to go see her stand stock still on stage just so I can say I saw her. Perform. Just, just so to I can be do there. It. Yes, the I end. really do. That is a real legend. Well, the interesting part of this announcement from Tamar was the caption on Instagram where it says, this is my best and last album in joy. And then she put a, a pigeon emoji. Sure. Why not? Pigeons, bluebirds, interchangeable. Is there a bluebird emoji? No, but why not like a dove if you were going to just pick a bird? Even a little like chick. You know? <laughs> pigeon has a certain connotation. Why a right. Why would? Oh, who cares? <laughs> I guess it's the closest in color. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. So I guess Tamar is letting us know that she's done with the music industry. She just got started. Right? I mean, but she's put out a few albums since like the show. I mean, I know they've been around a long time before anybody really cared about a Braxton other than Tony. I know that. But like as far as Tamar being in the public spotlight, she hasn't done that much music. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like she's had to have put out like at least three albums since the reality show. Really? I thought it was just that one with all the typing on her face or whatever it was. What? Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Okay, so there's the one with that hot sugar song on it, and that's <sighs> only reason that I know. Or only reason that album comes to mind is because of. <laughs> Absurd, I think that song is. That's the only time our album I've listened to in full, also. And I didn't really mind it, but that song. Oh, I forgot about Love and War. I for, that's what that's I the one about. I think I'm thinking of. I was thinking of Calling All Lovers, the one she put Tay Marsh and Times at the top of. Right, yeah. yes. And so this, I guess, is would be the third one. Is there another one? Um, well, there's Winter Lovers Land, which I think is probably a Christmas, a Christmas album. album. There's. Uh, Tamar, self-titled, 2000, and then an EP from 99. So she's put out, like, a decent a little amount of yeah, music. Yeah, no, she's definitely put out. Just not in a but very 2000, long... But 2000, nobody was giving a fuck about Tamar. I'm talking about from when people Wow, did. look at I'm this OG about... face. Yes. Oh, my God. You've never God. seen that? Holy shit. You've never seen that cover? No. Wow. Yeah. What yeah. was wrong with this face? I mean, you never know. People give you shit for all kinds of That's things. True. And sometimes it That's sticks. True. Okay. So... I right, thought she I'm was cute then, but whatever. I do too. Um, so yeah, I guess she's done. I I agree. Like while I do think she's put out a fair amount of music, it's almost kind of like the way Rihanna's putting out music between Good Girl Gone Bad and not this last one, but what was it? Unapologetic. Not 
Oh yeah, yeah. unapologetic. She took a break between unapologetic. Yeah, and Yeah, once she finished that that six or seven albums that she had to churn out, she yeah. was like, "Well, a girl is done." Right. And I'm going to chill out for a while. Because it was like, all right, album, eight months. Album, like, And then came back with one of her best. Right. So So she was just trying to get that shit out of the way, I guess. But That was smart. That's how I feel about Tamar. Like, you've been able to do a lot and put out a lot. But, girl, are you done already? But I don't believe her. I just don't. I think that Tamar is talented. Tamar is also a bit narcissistic. And she's competitive. So... Mm -hmm. She could say she done. It's not going to take nothing but one of her other sisters to say they put out an album and she going to be like, I'm coming back to the game. I mean, isn't she about to go on tour too with In Vogue and somebody with else? With Escape. Ex- <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> Escape and Monica. With Escape and Monica, right. Yes. So, yeah, I don't... Mm, that don't seem right. Like, she's probably going to come right back. Yeah, I don't believe it, but... You I know. personally don't care, but I'm sure somebody out there does. Bigger artists have said the same thing and come back Jay-Z. all of the time. Right. So there's that. All right. So do I want to do this Jada Pinkett one? Oh, no. I know Jada didn't do nothing. Jada what? did not do a goddamn thing. Oh, okay. So Leah Remini. Uh, oh, the Scientology shit. Yes. Leah Remini, I guess in an interview said that she knew Jada was into Scientology because whenever she went down to the, uh, I don't know, the J.J. Abrams Cloverfield Church of... <sighs> the Kingdom Hall of, <laughs> of whatever the hell, of Red Wrist or whatever the fuck, I don't know. <laughs> like, whenever she went down... <laughs> oh my God, I am so sick. Ugh. Whenever she went down to the Spaceship Church, she used to see Jada down there. I hate you so much. And so, um, I hate you so much. I, and that was, I guess, just it. I don't know what the purpose of that was. Is she just outing Jada as being a Scientologist? I guess. Um, I know that Leah Remini has been very firm on this, like, <laughs> war between her and the Scientologists. And, you know, they are allegedly trying to ruin her life. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's just standing in, in what she believes in. And cool. I don't know what that has why bring other people into it right like that's what i don't understand i'm confused about that is it like oh everybody's mad at me y'all should be mad at these other famous people who are also in scientology like i mean i'm not mad at leah remini at all for telling her truth and exposing the craziness of that place i just don't get the point in being like and jada too her (laughs) she did it too and y'all mad and be mad at her you just can't let girls trip do well can you oh don't do that (laughs) she's on a new show or she's on um Leah Remini is going to be on that, on Kevin, what's his face's show? I think it's called Kevin Can Wait. You know they did King of Queens yeah. together? Yeah. He's, he's yeah. got another show, and I think she's joining the cast of that. So, Well, Jada responded on Twitter uh, by saying, I recently lit Shabbat. Oh, God, I'm going to say things wrong. Is it Shabbat? It's the Jewish thing? Yeah. I think so. With Rabbi Bentley at Temple Sinai, but I am not Jewish. I have prayed in mosques all over the world, but I am not Muslim. I have read the... Oh, God. Quran? No. Uh-oh. Spell it? Uh-oh. I can't see B-H. that. B-H. <laughs> oh, I can't even... No, I don't know what that is. Okay, the Gita. But I am not a Hindu. Help me out. I know one of y'all knows what that is. I just am not going to disrespect people. I have chanted and meditated in some of the most magnificent temples on earth, but I am not a Buddhist. I have studied Dianetics and appreciate the merits of study tech, but I am not a Scientologist. 
I practice human kindness, and I believe that we each have the right to determine what we are and what we are not. No one else can hold that power. The <sighs> end. Well, that's real. It's a bunch of people in the church who ain't Christians and go every single week. And that was just a common response. Like most people who I saw responding to (laughs) this were saying that same thing. Yes. Much like many of y'all who be down at the church. All the time. Morning service, evening service, Monday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. Y'all stay in church and ain't nobody's Christian. I know there are plenty of people especially black people who go about and, you know, expose themselves to different uh, religions, faiths and forms of spirituality Mm -hmm. and things like that. I feel like a lot of that has to do with race and Christianities. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do. But um, yeah, I know people personally who do who could say similar things like yeah. this. So. And a lot of it is access. Jada has access to, exactly. like she said, fly anywhere in the world <laughs> right. and check out all these different, there's so many religions. Why wouldn't you want to learn more about them if you had the space and opportunity to do that? Like, And if you are a spiritual person or someone who's interested in human love and kindness or however she put it, like, <laughs> I don't see what the pro. I actually have no issue with that at all. Me like neither. seeing how other people worship and the things they believe in. So, and even if you don't believe in anything, so it kind of sounds like, like the thing where both of you are right. Like Leah's like, oh yeah, I saw her in the spot a couple times, and Jada like, okay, bitch. Well, I was there. That don't mean I'm one of y'all, right? Yeah, that kind of thing. Well, shout out to you, Jada. You're still my legend. I love you. Mm-hmm. I do. I love me some Jada. I'm um, trying to get like her with that whole. Eat to live, not live to eat, but it's not. It's, it's just it's not curling that over isn't for everybody. Mm-mm. I'd be that trying to do that, but the cheese fries be popping up. They're right there, and I'd be like, "What fried chicken sandwich on a biscuit?" Mm-hmm. Damn, mm. I'm gonna live to eat today. All right, uh, songwriters Sean Hall and Nathan Butler have filed a copyright infringement lawsuit. Okay, against one Taylor Swift. Uh, after they claim that she jacked lyrics from a song they wrote called Players Gonna Play. No, bye. By 3LW. (laughs) No. No way. Hall and Butler are accusing Taylor of snatching lyrics for her song Shake It Off, which she says, Players gonna play, 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 and the haters gonna hate, 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 hate. We know that players gonna play goes, players, they're gonna play. And haters, they gonna hate. Ballers, they gonna ball. Shot callers, they gonna call. That ain't got nothing to do, nothing to do. With me and you. With me and you. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. And that's the way it is. That's the way, that's the way I need to download that shit. Sing, Tasha. That's a great fucking song. It is a really good song. I just want to know what happened to our love. We used to be best friends. Where did it go wrong? Yes. Okay, I'm going to download that right now, actually. Uh, So, obviously, uh, I hope that you get every dime, nickel, and half pence from that creature that take it seems all like a, it kind of seems like a reach but if it does, Taylor but Swift I, has to give up some money then I'm fine with it yeah um, her reps are allegedly calling the lawsuit frivolous yeah, ridiculous sounds that way um, honestly and a money hungry grab for cash mm-hmm. uh, 
But it also feels like if the roles were reversed, Taylor Swift would she be She would have done them. the exact same fucking thing. So. Way longer. Taylor Swift made her fans take down their wedding video because they were dancing to her song in it. Taylor Swift. She. Her friends. Her Like, bitch, these are people who support you. What is wrong with you? I don't. No, fuck her. I hope they do get some money. Um... So, yeah, shout out to y'all. And uh, if you can't get no money, at least waste her time or her people's time. Yes. Let's circle back to a story from last week. We discussed Tyrese uh, and some issues he was having with Dwayne, the solid as a rock Johnson. Oh, God, yes. Uh, he was upset because the rock, Do we? can we still call him? I mean, he calls himself the rock still. I don't know. Like, it's, I don't know if I say Dwayne. I mean, I, say... I think The Rock still works. Sure. Um, he's apparently going forward with Universal uh, on a Fast and Furious spinoff, all centered around his character from the franchise Hobbs. Right, right. Um, Tyrese couldn't really decide if he was upset because uh, the fans weren't for it or because he wants to keep his kids in private school or because they're a family uh, or all of them. I'm not really sure. I had a trouble. I just read what I could. Okay. I did the best. No, it's fine. You know, that I'm capable. Uh, so since then, Tyrese has posted a photo on his Instagram of the two of them together at a premiere, I guess, with a caption that says, I don't do email, bruh. You got my cell, same San Diego number, hit me. So You don't do email, but you do Instagram? What? Does that make more sense? It doesn't make any. So it, it sounds like The Rock is hitting him none. up like, privately, like, let's handle this. And here you go, being even messier? What? <sighs> God, this nigga is so stupid. <laughs> Why is so stupid? So... The Rock, I guess, was like, let me go ahead and hop on my iPhone X. Mm-hmm. He already has iPhone it. iPhone 10, whatever right. it is. And go ahead and send him a quick email. I know some people are comfortable communicating in different ways. Some people are, you know, strictly texters. Some people are best on an email. Some people want to talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people only send those little weird things on iPhone where you record your voice. The and voice you send it like things, a text. Yeah. Those. Like, I will be exclusively communicating with an emoji once I get my phone. Right, right. So maybe he is more of an email person. Maybe you have an inflated idea of what your relationship was. Right. And... The nigga never would have called you anyway. I don't know. Like, you thought it was way closer than than in what it really was. Like, you thought y'all was way deeper than that. I mean, it had to have been super close if you took all of those kids from private school to see Moana. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, man. But I can say I do agree. Like, in cases like this where we have, like, a personal issue, you and I, I would want to talk to you as in person. You know, mm-hmm. but I if I can't do that, I would prefer to speak to you on the phone. However, I agree with what you said initially, which is I'm not going to respond to your email on Instagram. If it like right. I would send you a text or respond to the email by saying, here's the same number. Call me. Right. I'm not communicating with you through email. Right. Why are you like it? What is this? Right. What is this? Why are you behaving this way? This 
there's no logic in this situation. The man hit you up. Like you said, you could have hit him back and been like, I really don't want to get into this over email. I'd rather have a phone conversation or, you know, we can meet up at Starbucks and talk about it. Going right back to Instagram and posting another picture to tell just so everybody knows that he hit you up. Like, you want to make sure we all know that, but you want to address it on Instagram? Like, this is messy and stupid. Nobody handles business like this. I wouldn't be surprised if The Rock was just like, you know what? Never mind. Exactly. Like, like I done. feel like, I'm nigga, you're actually fortunate that he even responded. Okay. Because a nigga like me, I don't care if we kikied on set before or not. When you do little weird shit like right. this on Instagram, you're inviting mess to me, whether right. I respond to it or not. Mm-hmm. Because what you're doing is opening the door for any idiot with an Instagram. Instagram account to come to my page yep. and talk to me about some bullshit. Right. You talking about you want to keep our kids in private school. That opens the doors for people who I don't know to come on my page and discuss my kids and them going to private school or not going to private school Trash. with me over some shit where I'm just doing business. Newsflash, they're going to make this movie. Like right. How you feel about it is not going to make or break. All the Instagram posts in the world won't change it. So it just... And we ha- oh, I've had God. people who are fans of the franchise tweet me, like, after our last episode, like, nigga, they're making a movie with Just Hobbs? When does it come out? Okay. Like, so, like, right. what, what did it stop? It's now, all performative. It's like, you don't really want to solve the issue, because if you did, you would have responded to him in whatever way made the most sense through email. You just want everybody to see what's going on and get all of your followers and his followers and gossip blogs involved in the mess. You're not interested in actually coming to a resolution, but I also don't really think there is one. Because so, they're not going to push this back for you. They're not going to. Like, you might as well just get with the fucking program, I'm thinking. I know that there have been other people in the cast who have had issues with the franchise, but not because... Like, I I heard that Michelle Rodriguez was considering leaving, but that was more uh, to do with how they were... How the female characters were depicted on mm, the... Probably trash. Um, and I know that Vin Diesel and The Rock were beefing on set, I think, when they were shooting the last movie. But they put that to bed. So I don't see how that could do with this either. Like, this... It seems like Tyrese is simply speaking for Tyrese. So everybody, like, they're going to do this movie. Then they will probably go right back to handling Fast 9 and 10 or whatever. And if it comes down to these motherfuckers saying, all right, well, The Rock and Tyrese ain't seen it for each other anymore. What do we do from here? No, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. The lawyer say, well, tell Jody that he can kick rocks. You better get the fuck over it, little boy. I mean, what like you? All you can do at this point is make peace with it. I know I read that he's going through uh, some shit with his ex-wife and his child. His ex-wife got a restraining order against him Hmm. after she accused him of abusing their eleven-year-old. He put some caption on Instagram uh, saying. The mother of my daughter has made gross and false accusations against my character in a shameful attempt to ruin our co-parenting efforts. This is after like a full paragraph of him talking about God and his, you know, right. being famous and making money and stuff like that. So he's saying that whatever she's accusing him of is bullshit. But right now he's got a restraining order out mm. on him or whatever. Well. I'm sure. What I mean, when it comes down to it, this child is 11. I'm sure she can you know, clearly right, articulate what happened. What's the what, right. So that will take care of itself, but that ain't got nothing to do with The Rock or business yes. or any of this stuff. So it seems like really, Tyrese, you've got to, you know, figure out how to do something a lot of people have to figure out. 
how to handle these sort of grievances offline. Right. Because it doesn't help anybody. It, it does just not. makes matters worse. It just it it does nothing but fuel the gossip machine when you do this. I can't wait for them to announce the new Fast and Furious release date because I know Tyrese is going to get on Instagram. And do something silly. And write a long ass essay about how the family never pushes back the release date. But since one of our brothers is selfish and only thinking of himself, of himself, we absolutely must. And this ain't right. But oh well. Every one thing, if, if like the fans were like feeling the exact same way, and Tyrese was like, "Well, I'm going to be the one to speak up," or the cast felt some way, and Tyrese was like, "Yeah, I'm pulling us together." You're the only one out here saying this mm-hmm. stuff, so it's like you might as well just have a Capri Sun and just take a nap, watch something on Netflix. Like I feel stupid now because I said The Rock last week. I said The Rock is probably texting his actually famous friends like Kevin Hart. <laughs> So next on the list, Kevin Hart is having some issues. Uh, My God. So Kevin Hart got on Instagram. I feel like it wasn't that long after he last taped. No, mm -mm, sure wasn't. And out of nowhere with his head all down, and I'm sure if he had a tail, it would have been between his legs. Talking about how, you know, he has a target on his back and okay. he shouldn't place himself in a position for people to, I guess, get him. You, sh- you shouldn't cheat on your wife? I agree. That's it's a smart decision. It's probably right. you know, something you shouldn't Sound. Do. Target or no target. I just right. feel like, you know, it's not There's a good ways idea. to keep yourself out of this. Um. So basically, he alluded to uh, someone targeting him and trying to get money out of him, extort money from him, although he never used that word. Right. Uh, because he was unfaithful to his wife. Said he had a conversation with his wife, who is quite pregnant. Right. Um, and his kids. And I guess apologize to them for disrespecting them and that everybody's good and that he's not going to allow people to try to make a financial gain from his fuck ups and what have you and such which. Okay. Fast forward to uh, yesterday, I believe. Good old Lisa Bloom <laughs> and her oh, Lisa. and her ABC Studios wig <laughs> yes. came out here yes. with a new IG girl. Her name is Montia. Oh God! Sabag. Just send it out. S a b b a g. Sabag. Sabag. I think it's Sabag. Okay, I'm gonna go with that. Um. So this young lady just wanted to have a press conference for everyone to let us know, you know, she is not an extortionist or a stripper. She is a recording artist and an actress. I mean, you can be all four, but all right. I don't see how they're like. That's not mutually exclusive at all, especially the extortionist part. Right. What? Girl, did you tell the man that he better give you some money or else you're going to leak a tape? Because... What is it? (laughs) Woo, these bitches. They crazy. So, in July, you might remember there was a girl who uh, Kevin Hart was like... She was Mm -hmm. in a car and he was kind of like 
in the passenger seat with right. her, just kind of like leaned over or whatever. That looked sketchy. And I remember saying like, it seemed like he could just be in there talking to them. Cause it, I don't think it was just the two of them. I think there was somebody in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like he was talking. That girl's name is Momo Gonzalez. I believe she's from Miami and she's a singer. Um, she posted a cryptic ass, uh, Instagram moment where she said something like the truth always comes to light like right after this happened but she also claims that nothing ever happened between them and they were just friends or you know just having regular ass conversations so it's like then shut up like then why are you so then what's the point uh this girl montia uh claimed that she had an intimate relationship with kevin uh last month August. Of course you did. A photo came out of Montia on a couch laid out and some coochie cutters with her thighs out. Mm-hmm. And Kevin, it's kind of blurry, but it's clearly Kevin. I saw Team Lawrence saying this could be uh, Not Gucci Team Lawrence. or like a whole bunch of other niggas. <laughs> Y'all know that's Kevin Hart's 5'2 ass. What? Duh, like they laying down and the nigga's still shorter than her. Like... <laughs> When you laying down and the niggas still only come up to your titties. <laughs> you know, he was nestled in her bosom and had his hand gripping a thigh. Doesn't mean that they did anything past get drunk and that. Yeah, right. But. Yeah, right. The photo is bad enough. Right. And he knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that was not all that they fucking did. But either way. Hell no, that ain't not all they did. Good. Uh, so. She claims that she wasn't trying to extort any money and she and Lisa are going with uh, the story that someone planted a camera in there and that the real suspect, the real villain okay, girl. is the one who would who would violate their privacy like this and they are inviting Kevin to find the criminal with them. Um, okay, girl. That's really the argument they're going with? Yeah. Oh, wow. And again, the picture is a little like blurry or whatever, so I can't tell, but it looks like she's looking in the camera when the picture was taken. No, I absolutely believe she said Certainly, it seems like it was taken close enough that you saw somebody taking this picture, so I just don't buy it. Mm-hmm. I think that you knew that this nigga's wife was pregnant just like everybody else knew that his wife was pregnant and you knew that uh, you could probably at least try to be like look I got these pictures and if you don't give me X, Y, and Z originally this story was like $10 million something outrageous she she couldn't have she couldn't have thought Kevin Hart had that in the bank sis now he's got money but let's be serious $10 million not for her just like right just a a fucking cashier's check for $10 million girl come on be serious that can't be I I felt like that had to be a lie maybe she asked for two I, I don't know how much money this girl asked for, but I believe that she did, personally. I think that that's what it was. And I think that once that nigga... I don't think that she expected for him to get on Instagram and yank that leverage right from underneath her ass. So she had to come forward and be like, well, girl, right. um, actually, let's find the real culprit. Let's let's get <laughs> yeah. Annalise or, or Olivia Pope or somebody. Call everybody because... I'm just a simple girl trying to sing a tune. She probably didn't expect him to go to the FBI either. Right. So so Lisa had to think of something real fast. Like, girl. I believe that she follows the Shade Room, Baller Alert, Famulus, Famulus like all of these all girls. Of them. And as soon as she sees like an IG model in trouble, she sends a DM. Yep. I don't think that these girls. Because she's, 
This girl claims like she hired Lisa. She says at one point that I hired Lisa Bloom for it. And I said, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Lisa DM'd you. Lisa hired you. And said, let's take some pictures. (laughs) Cut it out. Cut it out. Be serious. I love this story because literally everybody involved is to blame. Every single... So I get to shit on everybody in this story. Besides the babies. You know what I'm saying? Right. Besides the babies, which I would have never said anything about them anyway. It's not they fault their parents are whores. But Kevin Plahart played the... Well, so... We'll get to Tori. Okay, yeah, because Tori is in the story, but not really, but kind of, but not really. She should just be kind of. Like, Tori don't need to... Anyway, go ahead. I mean, so, like, Tori is the original wife. Tori was the one there, like she said on Instagram, when this nigga was at Foot Locker or whatever the fuck, and has been there while he blew up and made his career. And, like she said has made a huge portion of his career off of jokes on how shitty he treated her and how, you know, their divorce and all that. So, yes, I agree that she should be able to talk about whatever if she wants to make her money. Like, all that is what it is. But Kevin Hart, I just don't... I don't understand how you got caught up doing this before, got divorced, married one of the bitches you was cheating on your wife with, and then went right back to the same shenanigans. Like, I don't understand. Where is the... What? How does that make sense? In what world would... Like, you're even richer now. You're even more famous now. Right. You put out two to three shitty movies every year. Why... Why play yourself like this? And you're friends with so many position? rappers. Like, you didn't know that this happens all the time. Like, I mean, I just you couldn't ask somebody for tips up. on how to be more discreet. All these niggas are out here cheating. How are you getting caught up like this? It don't make sense. It really doesn't. And I don't feel Call no type Drake. of bad for a Nico either, girl. Because what comes around goes around. And That's it. You did that shit to your damn self. And she was just on Instagram trying to... Uh, yes, she was. Trying to, to shit oh, on Tori. no, she made that up. And that was something that she did because she she was in her feelings or whatever. Like, they, she tried to say that they were separated for however long. But she was the one who fucked up her own math. And when she posted, I guess it was their anniversary or something. Yeah. And she posted something about, oh, it's been eight years of, it's like, of whatever, whatever. And they're like, oh, wait, he got divorced. <laughs> Oh, and then she was like, well, they had been separated and da 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 And okay, I'm like, girl, girl, that doesn't work for anybody. No. Like, that story never works for anybody. Stop it would have been better had you never said anything. You know what I mean? Especially like, because she also said that she wasn't the only one. So so he was separated, so y'all weren't doing anything wrong, but he had multiple mistresses? How does that work? If he had multiple mistresses, that means he was doing something wrong, like cheating on his wife. He should have just not responded. And I thought when Tori came in afterwards and was like, girl, we've made strides to be better at this co-parenting thing Mm -hmm. and you trying to lie on me now and she basically ended it by saying (laughs) any advice I could give you for your Instagram problems would be if you're not going to say anything truthful then just don't respond to it true Um, but I feel like Tory girl build a bridge (laughs) like build a bridge you know like she just did an interview with Inside Edition to talk about how he cheated on her and all that whole thing and it's like we know this like you had a whole show on uh, VH1 with Usher's ex-wife and that's all y'all did she was on that show I never watched it I don't know if she did like I think they had two seasons of damn it. really but she was on one of them for sure okay and so we know 
how you feel about this. We know what you said happened. True. We know all of this. Like it, it don't make no sense to me at this point for you to keep talking about it, saying, you know, well, he did me like this or whatever. And, you know, I'm a comic too. I'm a thespian and I'm trying to work my brand. Then work your brand. Like, but you're think not- about how upset you would be if you was with a nigga who is five, three, been with him since okay. he was making $7 and 85 cents an hour. He done came up, blew up. You done held him down, supported him all this time, and then he leave you after he done made it. Think about how pissed you would be. How long would it take you to get over that? It's not, I'm not saying that she should be over it. I'm saying that, like, you coming to the public, getting on Instagram, doing interviews, Mm -hmm. or going on reality shows for years, telling this same story does not help you. Like, it's not going to help your career. If anything, it's just going to make people look at you like you did her. That is true. If she thinks that doing all this is going to help her, like, get roles or something, that is not it. I'm not saying she shouldn't be mad. I've seen, like, things with, with the whole family and them trying to be blended and her, you know, trying to do whatever and be peaceful. And when they announced that she was pregnant and she did that interview, she was like, I'm ha- as long as my kids are happy, I'm happy and I'm, you know, good for them and blah, blah, blah. So I've seen her take a bit of the high road, but it's like, all right, well, she got on your nerves. She, you know, yeah, that they need to call Alicia to and Mashonda and ask them how they did it. Cause you know, they having family sleepovers and shit. At this point. <laughs> right. Just like, come on over, Mashanda. Bring your... Uh, bring all them kids. <laughs> bring some snacks. A sleeping bag. A blow-up mattress. Ugh, no. I'm kidding. I'm joking. No, I'm sure. They probably... Christmas no, Beach you know what? Never mind. I was about to say something so nasty. Let me not do that. Um, But I just, you know, the problem here, the issue here is that Kevin Hart... Just don't don't cheat on people. Don't cheat on your wife. We would not be here if Kevin Hart wasn't cheating on his wife. Like we literally would not be here. And I really want y'all to stop saying that that man was raped. I really want y'all to stop doing. Yes, I have seen all these arguments on the internet that Kevin Hart was raped or sexually assaulted because he was drunk or high or whatever when he did this. And so I guess it's sort of like he couldn't. (laughs) Niggas are saying, oh well, he couldn't legally consent because. He was drunk when they were having sex or whatever. I'm like, first of all, if y'all really think that that is the only time Kevin Hart ever stepped out on Nico, you are some fucking fools. And secondly, just because the nigga is drunk does not mean he did not consent to sex or initiate sex or anything the fuck else. Like, just stop it. Niggas are reaching anything. And actually, I think it's probably mostly the Lawrence Hive. And what it boils down to is anything to make this seem less bad than what it really is. Right. But it just is. And all I can I keep coming back to if you would just stop fucking up, like if you would just stop cheating, none of this would be happening. And just like Aniko was one of many, I'm sure what's her name? Malaysia is one of many also. Right. So not it, but so it doesn't matter. Every last one of you are getting what you deserve. And when I read this initially, I was just like, I don't even know how to form an opinion because I don't care. Like, Kevin Hart cheated? Like, okay. Like, a Hollywood-ass nigga cheated on his wife. I'm like, all right. I mean, he cheated on his last one, apparently, so. Right. I don't think I would have cared at all if Aniko hadn't been such a bitch to Tori about, you know, being the new wife or whatever. And if she hadn't been, like, a a proud side piece or whatever, because it's like you can't expect a man to be faithful to you if you were his mistress before. And I mean, it's he was foolish. Like it's foolish. Calling her his rib, <laughs> and now niggas are talking about so the many rib, rib is jokes. gone. 
<laughs> Bring the McRib bag. What happened to I the McRib? I mean, McRib? spare ribs are a thing. I saw a tweet that said, well, ribs come with two sides. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that's, that's the best one. That's a really good one. <laughs> Niggas but are trash. <laughs> he posted a Snapchat video with her in the car and the kids in the back. She's clearly not going anywhere. She would have uh, never. Hell no, she ain't going nowhere. What? So I'm sure she fine. signed a prenup. She's she's not going no fucking where, and if she anything, shouldn't. Hopefully, you can learn a lesson from this, which is keep a dick at the house. Uh, no, Aniko needs to learn a lesson, which is your man's not going to be faithful. So either get over it or leave him. And I think she's just gonna get over I it. I think she's just gonna get over. She's it. gonna stay and spend his money. I mean, as she should. You deserve until he leaves you for whichever. Bitch, he's fucking now. So, um, well, that about wraps things up for this week. In mm, 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 mm. hot tops and lukewarm boots, we're gonna take a break. Hey, y'all! There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, "Good things come to those who wait," but that's only part of it. The full quote is, "Good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle." Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts okay we are back and it is now time for our listener letters it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we got a lot of responses about it last week your your rant towards the end of the show okay um, and ugh, most of them were people saying, yes, God, it is about time somebody said something. A few movie theater employees hit us up and said they have policies where children six and under can't come no matter who bought the ticket. Yeah, thinking, actually, that needs to be universal. Somebody told me that um, a few different theaters do have those <laughs> rules and God bless them. I need to figure out which ones in New York do that. OK, so our first question this week comes from Serena, who says, me and my boyfriend broke up about two weeks ago when Good. he. This is actually not about her boyfriend, but broke up two weeks ago when he found out 
he would be moving across the country for work and we decided we weren't into the long distance thing. In general, I'd say it was a pretty mutual and clean breakup and I don't harbor any negative feelings towards him or vice versa. I mean, you ain't got no reason to. I mean, that, right, that's a good reason to break up. After the breakup, I was hanging out with some of my friends and they all thought it was fun to go over my exes and discuss their favorite players in my romantic life. <laughs> I love doing that with my friends. <laughs> Being like, whoo, like... that one nigga you dated was trash, girl. Remember that? Sound like a road to an argument. Uh, yeah, actually, practically all of my relationships have ended like the last one, calmly. And I honestly wasn't mad about them making their jokes. That was until my best friend's boyfriend pointed out that I've never gone on a single date, quote, with a normal straight cis guy, end quote, and said, maybe I should try that next if I wanted a relationship that would last. I'm a 20 year old. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm a 20 year old bisexual woman and am not even really looking for a long term serious thing at all. So that comment was unnecessary. I was pretty angry, angry with him for using the word normal and also assuming a relationship with a cishet guy would be any better than my past endeavors. Especially considering the fact that straight men are in general trash. And as I've already said, there was never any bad energy in any of my past relationships. I told him to shut up and not worry about who I go out with. But it's been over a week and he keeps bringing up how Serena needs to try a straight guy next and has gone as far as trying to set me up with some of his dusty ass friends. Serena who? Is she Serena? Serena is the the person who wrote this. Yes. Uh. I've told my friend that I don't appreciate his comments. (laughs) Did you think Williams? Just keep going. I've told my friend that I don't appreciate his comments and she agrees that he sounds like an idiot and says she's mentioned it to him, but he just, he acts like he thinks it's all funny. I've been avoiding fully cussing him out because we've gotten into fights before over him saying dumb shit about sexual orientation, gender, and race. And he always gets mad at my friend about my attitude. I don't want to bring stress to her relationship, but I really can't handle this dummy thinking he has the place to comment on what I do with my heart or my vagina. Do you guys have any suggestions for shutting him down without causing a huge fight? girl and how do you deal with people who think they know what's better for your life than you do much love from toronto serena when he said that shit the first time i would have simply looked right back him and said i can't wait for it i can't wait for the day to come where we sit in here talking about all the shit we hated about yes yes that's perfect it's coming it's coming very soon Mm -hmm. and let me tell you i'm gonna have a laundry list okay and i would have been done like Mm -hmm. what are you talking about shut your whole entire ass mouth and furthermore you meet any friends and don't need to be in communication Mm -hmm. of any form like that's what if he's going to his to his girlfriend or whoever to talk about you I'm going to go right to my friend and say, okay, so look, this is how we're going to handle this right. Real simple. (laughs) Don't you ever bring that nigga around me ever again Mm -hmm. in your life. Don't ever do it. That's it. That's it. You and I are friends. We cool. You already know what time it is. And you already know how I get down. So for everybody's sake, leave him away from me. That's it. Don't try and pull any basketball wife shit with me and talk about how you're having a perfume launch or something and you really want him to come and you go, I don't want to be around him. I don't want to be around him. I don't like him. And he could get popped. So, you know who this sounds like? Andrew Schultz. It sounds like it does. Kind of it sound sounds like, like Andrew just being ignorant and oh, argumentative for the sake the of it. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. That was honestly the first person I thought of when I read this letter, though. Like, it sounds like your friend is dating Andrew Schultz and I would not be able to tolerate that either. I love telling my friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, their friends, whomever, that I've been around before you. I'll be around after you. And one day we will be 
drunk, eating popcorn, painting our nails, and talking shit about you the same way we was talking shit about, you know, my long ass list of exes. So just you wait if you think, you know, your time hasn't come just We're gonna yet. We're going to be talking about this exact moment. And we're going to laugh at mm-hmm. you. When she leaves you, we're going to be like, girl, remember that time? One that she, he was saying so remember stupid. his dumb ass? And she's going to be like, girl, I knew it was over then. I was just trying to think of a way to leave him. <laughs> like. I would say this right in front of both of them. Hell yeah. And that would have been the first and last time. Disrespect the it. fuck out of him because he disrespected the fuck out of you. I don't know if you can shut him down without causing a fight. Because if he is argumentative like Andrew, then you coming back at him is just going to fuel his ridiculous fires. So. That's what I was thinking. This is exactly what I'm saying. I don't just keep him away from me. I don't need to be around him. We're not friends. Right. And you can't reason with somebody who is being so fucking stupid. Like, oh, maybe you should try dating a cishet man. Like, oh, yeah, that's the key to a happy yep, relationship. Those always work. <laughs> like, what? Where was my mind? Of all people? Girl. Tuh. And I don't deal with I don't deal with anyone who thinks they know what's better for my life than I do. Like nobody's in this body with me. Nobody has these experiences but me. So nobody can tell me who I should or shouldn't date. I, like I wouldn't, that's not even something I would entertain. So yeah, keep him far from around you. And the next time he says something to you, just remind him that he's very disposable, completely replaceable. And it's just a matter of time before he's not around anymore. All right, let's move on. Our next question comes from monogamous Mindy. who said not my real name I think I could have figured that out sis yeah (laughs) my boyfriend and I have been watching I'm sorry no my boyfriend and I have been together for almost five years and we have a great loving relationship but insecure is trying to ruin it all girl don't blame the arts (laughs) shout out to Issa I'm already over you all of America and their feelings we have been watching the season together and discussing and arguing about the many topics explored in each episode usually we can Disagree and move on, but things have come to a head as Molly and Joe's situationship developed over the last few episodes. The topic of an open relationship, assuming Joe actually has one with his snaky smooth talking ass, is particularly touchy for us. A few years into our relationship, my boyfriend came out to me as polyamorous. Long story short, I didn't take it well, as I have a more conservative and somewhat jealous view of what I want my relationship to look like. He wants to explore that part of him while I want things to stay the same. I know it will make him happy, but I also want to keep my sanity and avoid worrying if he'll find someone better out there. We've been talking about marriage, so I know this issue isn't going away anytime soon. What's a girl to do? Thank you. Love you both and the show. So this whole letter could have been, please tell me to break up with my boyfriend because I know I have to. But well, every letter hard. in this inbox should is please tell me to break up with my boyfriend. <laughs> break up with your boyfriend, sis. I mean, I don't... <laughs> is he is he willing to give up the polyamorous idea for you? Or is it something that y'all still continuously go back and forth about? I think that's important. Because if he's still... I mean, he told you this a few years into your relationship. If it's something that still comes up, like, hey, I want to explore more about this polyamorous thing, it sounds to me like he's warning you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to do this. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. This could be closed-minded of me, but I just feel like those types of things, if you say something to me like that, I feel like that is something that you're going to want all the time. And you could suppress that desire for me. Mm-hmm. But... It doesn't even, I don't even feel comfortable being in a relationship where I feel like you want to be out here fucking the world. You right. know what I'm saying? But I'm holding you. But like, that's not, you know, there are people that 
you can get that from. There's plenty of yeah. willing women who are like, you want to do this whole open thing or you want to do, you know, let's try a whole bunch of wild shit. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Like, let's get it popping. Loads of them. So you can find that somewhere else. The same way I can find a nigga that I can love that just wants to be with one person as well. I mean, good luck. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it doesn't make any sense if you are absolutely just not interested and you see that he clearly is, you're going to start to have to figure out, all right, what is my life about to look like without this nigga in it? Because it's not looking good. I understand you put in five years with a nigga and you don't want to just give that up. but And I still think Joe lying. I don't. I really do not think Joe's lying. I think he's being irresponsible with this because he knows that that Molly's feelings for him are not conducive to a polyamorous relationship. She don't rock like that. And he knows that. And he right. He knows that. And so does she. But one of them needs to be strong enough to say this is dumb and we need to stop. And neither one of them. I mean, she's tried. You know what I'm saying? And she keeps and she goes right back. She tried, but then she went and jumped on Lil Rail's dick. Like, what? That was just, oh, Molly. I could shake her. But yeah, girl, the whole polyamorous, I feel like there are some deal breakers in relationships. And if one of you really wants to do something like that and the other one is really all about monogamy, it's just going to be very difficult for you to come to a middle ground there without somebody being like, okay, you know, I'm going to switch over to your point of view of things. It's just not... Mm-mm, no. It's not even like something silly like, you know, he want you to cook more or you don't like his haircut or something like, you know, right. really, I don't know, surface. This is right. the, the way he views relationships. Yeah, this, isn't, this isn't shallow at all. <laughs> this is how it's like it's pretty much as deep as you can get, I feel. Yeah. It's like how he really wants to be in a relationship, period, and has expressed it. And drawing his soft hair are fucking it up for you. <laughs> but you know what? You leave that fictional story the fuck alone. Drawing his form beauty. <laughs> Curls is popping. Just out here making it hard. I just okay. I don't. I you. Mm. I mean, I you feel can sit for up here you. I do. And drag it out. Yeah. You know. But I will tell you, the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be to exactly. break up with him. And yeah, without him just saying, you know, I'm gonna give up the whole idea of polyamory for you, or without you saying, cool, let's try it out. You know, I'll get a nigga, you can get a bitch, <laughs> and we'll see how things go. I just don't think y'all can compromise on this. So good luck with you know, scrounging up the the bravery to break up with him because I know that's hard, especially after at the five very years. least. Ugh. Say to him, okay, so look, if this is something that you're very, very serious about, I want you to know that it puts me in a place where I'm just like, I guess we might not be together because. Yeah, let him know that you're considering breaking up over this so that he understands the severity of it. Maybe y'all can even go to counseling. I'm not sure what counseling can do. I don't either. But maybe. Yeah, I'm Who saying knows? maybe him understanding the severity of it mm-hmm. will show you. Like, maybe he'll be like, oh, great, it wasn't that deep. I was just saying where. Damn, I was just saying, saying it would be nice to have multiple I wanted to live like Dro. That's it. But all that's right. fine. If that's not what you want, that's cool. Calm down. All right, chill out. Yeah, so talk to him. Let us know how it goes. Our last question comes from D. She said, I have a friend named Char. D's 21. Char is 23. Is Char with a C or Char with a S? Char like Char Jackson. Okay. Yeah. So with an S, yeah. So lately I've been noticing all the things that Char and I used to do together are annoying to me now. (laughs) 
I recently graduated from college and I've been looking for jobs as one should. My goal is to eventually move to Seattle, but honestly, I'll go wherever the money is. Okay. Shaw graduated from high school and has been moving around from one fast food job to another. I've offered her my assistance. It uh, definitely was. (laughs) Okay. Because you could get better jobs than fast food with a high school diploma. But girl, look. Some places it's hard. I mean, hell, it's hard, period, to get a job in this economy. So I've offered my assistance where I can as far as jobs are concerned and helping her look for a place, but she's too stubborn. Eventually, I did help her get a job near me, and she's been making more money than she ever has. I told, cool, right? (laughs) No. 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 I told her I applied to some jobs in Seattle and in Chicago because there were openings, and she asked, what would you do if you got the job in Chicago? We live in New Jersey. I told her that I'm definitely going to go if I get the job. And she then got upset because I would be leaving her and we need to grind together. (laughs) So (laughs) dykish. The thing is, I've been busting my ass to get my degree. And now that I have it, I don't understand why I should have to wait for her to get her shit together. Another thing is that she's a big fan of weed, which I have no problem with. But it's just not for me. She's constantly getting upset with me if I don't want to smoke with her or go with her to buy it. Lastly, I have a friend from college that she doesn't like for some dumb petty reason that she can't even remember. Every time I say I'm going to visit her or talk to her, she gets angry and calls her my other best friend. We are adults, not teenagers, and I think I'm entitled to have more than one friend. My college friend and I are both homebodies, and that's how we got along in school. Shaw, on the other hand, always wants to go out and get drunk, sleep with somebody's husband, and start drama. That has never been my cup of tea, but I understand people have different interests. I'm starting to realize that maybe she is just not going to grow up. Shar does suffer from severe depression and abandonment issues, and I feel like bringing this up and telling her that we outgrew our friendship would truly drastically affect her mental health. Am I being too sensitive about this, or should she be dropped? Thanks for your help. Love. Every day is miserable. God damn. Every day Every is miserable, sis? Every day is miserable. <clears throat> wow. Hmm. Well, let's see. Hmm. I think first and foremost, it's your life. You have the right to live your life and make the choices for you. You should not be living for your friend. I agree. But I do also understand, you know, not wanting to put your friend in a shitty position or do something that might negatively affect her mental health. You know, you don't want people to feel bad at the same time. Right. So, hmm, you probably just got to, you know, meet her where she's at. Um, If you're not interested in some of the stuff that she is, um, you just need to, I guess, express to her, like, look, I don't feel like going out and getting fucking wasted. That's just not where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just don't want to. Like, there's got to be plenty of things that we can still do as a friend, right. as friends and times we could get together as friends that don't involve, you know, something I'm not interested in or something that you're not interested in. I'm sure we could find shit to do together. Where we could still be friends and have a good time. But I'm not down with this. I don't really want to do it with that. We don't have to have all of the same interests. We don't have to be, you know, two miles away from each other at all the times for us to be friends. Like, she's not the same person as you, you know, and that's fair. She shouldn't be expected to be, but... You can meet her where she's at and still be a friend to her, be a resource for, you know, uh, love and companionship and all of that same sort of thing. But you don't have to feel forced to be in a position that makes you uncomfortable because that's something that she wants to do. And if she doesn't understand that, then she's not really a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it's I true. think that you can still be an outlet for her if she wants somebody to talk to and and that sort of thing. And you can and say you can say that to her if the conversation ever comes up of what's going on with our friendship or I feel like I don't see you or you got other friends and stuff like that. It can be very explicit, like, look, I you know, I love you, I got your back, we're friends, and you know, I'll be there for if you need me, but I just kind of feel like we're in different places. I don't you don't need to feel abandoned i'm not gonna like just leave you hanging or whatever but but like girl i gotta get a job i gotta like work (laughs) i gotta work right i gotta like do different stuff you know so it's people like that girl could grow into her 50s and still be out you know partying getting fucked up and stuff like that that's just some people how some people are doesn't mean that she ain't never gonna get it together maybe she loved partying maybe she loved fucking maybe she loved doing right and she'll just move on a different speed at a different pace than you so yeah she's just your wild friend i guess and maybe she's a little insecure or a little possessive or whatever i think you can work around that try not to be so aggravated by it but if she's just not if she's not meeting you halfway then i don't think that y'all are friends the way that you think you are and at that point i think it's best to just kind of pull back yeah Um, because you also should not expect to be the only person in that person's life who can be a source for them to deal with their mental health they can't have one person and they go into all of the time because it's not healthy for anybody that right that is it's not healthy to have one person be like your foundation and that's that goes for friendships relationships anything anything if you putting all of your stock in one person people are human they fuck up, they make mistakes, they leave, shit happens. Like, you have to be good on your own in whatever way that means for you. Right. Uh, I will say that y'all are at the age where people outgrow friendships. Absolutely. Them early 20s are a bitch. Absolutely. Oh, God. <laughs> Them early 20s are a bitch. So many texts. And, so much oh, drama. Man. And you you can lose friends that you thought you were going to be friends with for the rest of your life mm-hmm. in that growing up transition, you know, from teenagerhood to adulthood. And, and things are just real messy and all that. So maybe y'all's friendship has run its course. But I think Kid Fury is right about this. The only thing I really don't understand in this email is why she's mad over the weed thing. Like, you're mad because you don't want to smoke weed with her? I have no problem with my friends not wanting to smoke weed. That's so okay with me. (laughs) That means there's more for me. I don't have to pass. (laughs) I get to keep the joint. As long as you're not trying to be judgmental or like, oh my God, you always high. Okay, I get my work done. Okay, bitch, I'm in Trump's America. Yeah, I am always high. Yeah. Like, yeah. But she's yeah. quite ridiculous if she doesn't expect you to go wherever you get a decent job offer. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't go to school and bust your ass to get a degree to then turn around and not work and just sit in Jersey with your friend while she figures her life out. I mean, you can still be a good friend while living your life and prioritizing yourself because that's really what you have to do. You so, have to take care of you. It's so unfair to make somebody feel like, what about me? Yeah. When you're trying to do the best thing for you, like, well, bitch, you don't have to be dead to me. Like, we can still <laughs> like, talk. Like, bitch, well, what about me? Like, you're <laughs> being real selfish right now and acting like my life and choosing a career means that we can't be friends no more. What? In 2017, okay, about to date myself. But when I graduated from high school, there was no Facebook. There was, I don't think there was a MySpace. 
And it was quite possible that you would never see those people again. (laughs) (laughs) My mama was like, oh, make sure you get everybody that you're writing your yearbook and say your goodbyes because it's just all over from here. And then technology came and was like, no, bitch, you will never miss these niggas. (laughs) No need for high school reunions when Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You'll see the birth of their kids. You'll see their kids. You'll see it on live. (laughs) It's don't worry. There's just too many ways of, of keeping in touch. Yeah. These days there's FaceTime and all that. So, yeah, girl, do what you have to do, but let her know you're still here for her. You just have to make sure you're good because you have to be your first priority. All right, guys, that wraps up the questions this week. Send yours to asktherita at gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey, guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, it's time for us to do our reads. It is. Uh, so I I think mine is actually going to be really short. Okay. Uh, so as you mentioned, Issa Rae was at uh, the Emmys. She was on the red carpet when someone I can't from remember from what I think it was a TV show or something. Uh, the Emmys? <laughs> no, was I was it an Emmys person who was interviewing her when she said that? Oh no, no, no. She was on the carpet for the Emmys. I don't know what I think it said was variety. I can't remember, but it doesn't matter. I think it was variety. They asked Issa one of the same questions they ask everybody at every single award show, who are you rooting for? And Issa gave a very quick and simple response by saying, Everybody black. <laughs> And the girl like kind of like laughed, but she was like, "I am like, like I mean it." Like everybody. right, her face was like, "Yeah, okay, a joke." <laughs> like, mm, I mean it. Um, so of course, uh, white folk had fake issue with this, and were trying to squeeze out as many salty ass tears as they possibly could. <laughs> Uh, I saw quotes calling her racist and saying what she said was racist. And I'm not even going to address why that's wrong because I know y'all know it's not racist. And right. I know you don't care to hear why it's not racist. You just want to call it racist because you tired of everybody calling y'all racist and I have shit to say back. So that's like, I don't even care. Wouldn't about it be that. racist if white people said they were rooting for everybody? White? Yeah. Yeah, bitch, because it's always somebody white. What the fuck? So I just want to remind y'all again, Lena Waithe was the first woman Mm -hmm. 
our first black woman. Yeah, first black woman. To win an award for comedy, writing, writing and right. comedy. Which is insane. Oh my Donald Glover was the first black person to win an award for directing comedy. Sterling K. Brown was the first black guy in 19 years of the Emmys. So sad. 19 years. This nigga's in college right now. They've been there for years right now. I have like, what? 19 years since a black person won that fucking award. And you're at, you're saying that a black woman, anybody who said that, it wouldn't have been racist because okay, nigga, girl. like the like my homeboy on on Paris is Burning who said opulence, everything is you own yes. everything. <laughs> yes, everything is yours. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Y'all win everything. You have everything. Not to mention they cut <laughs> Sterling uh, his it, his speech off before he was finished. Nicole Kidman got to speak her whole ass life. Oh my god, like that was so annoying. An amazing speech. And they were just like, no, we don't want to hear none of your black ass drama. Shout out to uh, Jason Nathanson from ABC News, who, when Sterling went backstage, said, "Uh, I don't really know what the fuck was going on with the whole uh, cutting off thing. Do you want to finish? And do you have anything to say about that? And so he got to finish his speech backstage because a white guy from ABC News asked him if he wanted to. Like, it's shit like that. Uh... Charlie Murphy and Dick Gregory were left out of the memoriam. What? Dick Gregory and Charlie Murphy were left out of it? I didn't. I only caught like clips from the Emmys, so I didn't see the in memoriam. But wow, y'all really gone. Two people who have given a lot. Now, white people might not know too much about Charlie Murphy, but Dick Gregory, bitch, really. And white people know plenty about Charlie Murphy because white people watch the Chappelle Show more than us sometimes. (laughs) They know exactly who the fuck Charlie Murphy is and what he gave the TV. Same thing with Dick Gregory. So it's like, why? Why do you have a problem with anybody saying that they're rooting for everybody black nigga? Somebody has to. Wow. And he, Dick Gregory, just died last month. Oh my god. God. Wow, I can't believe they left Charlie Murphy out. just died. Damn. Like I I'm so sorry I keep moving away from the mic. I can't help it. Like I'm talking to somebody. I'm not really talking to the microphone. I forget it's there. But like I don't understand why y'all can't just let us have things or want to have things or support each other. They're like in this year's show. You see all the, why do you think every time a black person winning an award at one of these things it's a first something? The because Emmys, the Tonys, the Oscars. It's like <laughs> it's because we never get the these opportunities. There's been plenty of times where we should have won something. Right. And got snubbed. There's been plenty of times we should have been nominated and didn't. How many black talents have had to sit year after year and year after year after year and either be at home or in the audience like this nigga got my shit again? Mm-mm. why 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 is it so offensive to you that a black woman is saying i'm rooting for black people because we'll never get shit and it would be nice to see some people with smelling enough on that stage making history and doing nice things and opening up the doors for other people to do the same showing you dummies and all of these high seats and these high places with your sharp ass suits that we can make y'all some money too because we buy things we watch things we go to the theater we turn on televisions we have cable <laughs> like, right you know you can we give consume. us 
opportunities we can write, we can direct, we can produce. We know how to do these things. We know what's funny. We know how to act in dramas. We know how to be scared and harm these or whatever the fuck. Like we have talent. We have things to offer and we deserve our 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 awards. We deserve our trophies. We deserve our fucking stripes. We deserve our roses and our nods and all of that stuff too. And plenty of times, you know, moments have gone past where motherfuckers act like we don't deserve these things or when we do get it we get played off of the fucking stage because nobody want to hear about that black shit why can't why what is so offensive about saying i'm rooting for the underdog basically y'all just want to complain about everything and i promise like if you put half of this energy into doing something like meaningful with your own personal life i feel like the whole country would be better like if you just would just mind your own business you don't even have to go to a rally you don't have to march you don't have to be like you could just probably mind your business and shut your personal ass up sometimes and i feel like so many lives would be better you're wasting time <laughs> Apply that to something else, and that's it. Like I really don't have anything else to say about it. I'm like I I knew when she said it. I got my laugh in. I got my giggling. Mm-hmm. You know, I got my life. Waited for the gift. I knew it was coming. I, I knew that it. was gonna happen. I of course you know saved, saved it to my it. collection. Yep. <laughs> there's a man. Let me see if I can find the artist's name because I know the shade room posted him. But there's somebody who uh, painted a photo of Issa wearing a shirt that says "I'm rooting for everybody black." Like I knew that was going to be a moment for us but I also knew that it was going to be a moment for bitch ass white folk who want to just make everything about oh black oh yeah because the comments were immediately like this is reverse racism and how dare you and shouldn't it just be rooting for the best actor period the best actor is not always even nominated it's usually just a crop of whites and y'all pick whichever variety of white is your favorite. So I apologize. This is not a guy who did this. The uh, artists on Instagram is I am dot muse, Madam muse. So if you want to go and check out her art it's pretty fucking fire. In fact, you, this would look lovely in your house, but I think I want to, mm, oh, you done already told me, uh, no, I'm getting that nigga. What? Let me go find her Instagram. I am dumb you. So, yeah, I just, y'all, please get over yourselves. Like, or just find something constructive to do. And I, I'm sure you feel like this is constructive, but it's not. Like, it's just whining. <sighs> mess. But Our predictable people, white mess. Black people want nice things. Racism. How dare, <laughs> how dare a group of people who have been oppressed since they got to this country? How dare they root for themselves? <laughs> white people are mad because we were never supposed to get this far niggas were never supposed to do this well we were never supposed to shine like this that's all it is and every time they see our black asses in the same places as them winning Mm -hmm. it makes them fucking sick so niggas are our peers (laughs) on top of that we encourage each other to continue and to do it some Mm -hmm. more and more and are out here trying to like level the playing field how dare we right who the fuck do we even think Our we are? Our audacity. <laughs> My word. Huh, so well, that's that. That's how I feel about that. I just have two quick things this week. First, fuck Kevin Durant. <laughs> so what is that? It's my favorite song. Okay. Um, no. So Kevin Durant. Um, I've had a few days to sit on this. If you don't know the backstory, um, he was responding to a tweet that somebody sent him that wasn't even like particularly rude. He was just saying, you know, I respect you. I just want you to give me one legit reason for leaving OKC other than getting a championship. And Kevin Durant, who forgot to log into his His person, right, his fake account, said that he didn't like, 
quote, he didn't like the organization or playing for Billy Donovan. His roster wasn't that good. It was just him and Russ. <laughs> Imagine taking Russ off that team. See how bad they were. KD can't win a championship with those cats. So first of all, the man literally said, give me a reason other than a championship and you couldn't do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few days to sit on this, like I said. Initially, I was like, wow, what a corny, whack nigga. Fake accounts, really? That's what we doing? But I know a lot of celebrities, famous people, famous adjacent people who have private accounts, secret accounts. Yep. I follow some of them. So my issue is not really that Kevin has this, you know, third party account that he, I guess, responds to people to. Um, or whatever. That's not really so much it. It's more of you took that opportunity to shit on the organization, which is which is like we are we are where you started. Like you you came up through us. Right. You so it was disrespectful enough for you to leave Oklahoma City the way you did after you helped us get a three and one lead and then lose that three and one lead to the same team that you then left us for. It was bad enough that you did that, but then to like rub salt in the wound by being like, oh, well, I just didn't like the Thunder or playing for Billy Donovan and the roster was trash and everybody's garbage except me and Russ. It's just like you didn't have to he you didn't have to didn't, shit on us in the process. He probably didn't sleep a wink. Then, right? He said he said he hasn't slept in two days he did. because the Internet has been dragging the ah. fuck out of him. <laughs> oh, gosh. I so, love when I'm joking, but I'm no, actually No, but you're actually right. so right. That's great. So, I mean, I will fully admit that most of my feelings are about this has to do with me being a hater as far as Kevin Durant is That's concerned. Okay. And it's okay. You know, I feel like it's important to admit when you are talking shit about somebody mainly because you just don't like them and that's, that's definitely what this is. That's the first step. I'm just pretty much saying this because fuck Kevin Durant but fuck Kevin Durant, nigga. Don't get on the internet. First of all, make sure you're logged into the right fucking account, nigga. My word. <laughs> so stupid. How did you not, how do you not triple check this? What? You must have one of those accounts that's like one of those apps or something where the two accounts are kind of like you could just press a button and switch back and forth between them. Yeah. You can do that on the, out. you can do that on the regular Twitter account. Oh, I don't use the regular Twitter. Because I have, Twitter. I have it for the read and my personal so right. I can just switch back and forth. But yeah. Huh, so fuck Kevin Durant for taking yet another opportunity to shit on the Thunder and its fans who were nothing but loyal to you. We went to your little shitty restaurant. We bought all your jerseys and everything. So for you to just be like, uh, just going to go ahead and shove the knife in further is like, all right, nigga, fuck you. Somebody tweeted, I have decided to assume that every anonymous Twitter troll is Kevin Durant. Yes, I saw that. And it is already greatly improving my online experience. Yes! At the time, I didn't get it. So I said, I don't understand why this is funny and it's still funny. <laughs> What's hilarious. But now it's even funnier. Huh, and the second thing I'm going to pass my second read this week, it comes from Yasmin, who says... As a woman on a quest to be hashtag grown, I strive not to overshare about my private drama, but after a trying year of dating online across several sites and apps, I want to make a genuine effort at finally understanding this phenomenon of constantly getting messages from men who expect who express public distaste with my body. This isn't about whether it's fine to have preferences or what's attractive because that entire pathway is a series of land, series of landmines that I don't care to engage with anymore. What's tiring is that I am completely out of ways to be extremely clear with straight men about my body and it's become exhausting to deal with the extraordinary discrepancies between what men claim to want versus what they express in private right. if you hate fat women that's fine if you hate dark skinned women fine it's your life to live as strong of a political stance as I have against mainstream ideals I just don't have the time or energy to convert the unwilling and disinterested I hear that okay but 
I am so lost about publicly shaming curvy or full figured or fat body types on your profile. You openly say you prefer slim women because you like to stay active as if only slim people work out no you would never date an obese woman but then you turn around to message me like I don't have access to all this information on your profile these men are not confused I have four lovely and accurate full body photos I have full figured listed as my body type I describe myself as a classical Venus shape yes ma'am yes and all of this is in Come service on, classical Venus shape sis listen sis went to school <laughs> and all of this is in service of being as visually, textually, and categorically clear as I can because of the extraordinary level of revulsion that some men men seem to experience in relation to bodies outside the norm. See, you gotta wait for yours. Like, God got yours on the way. These yes. niggas, like, they, they, they can't. Yes. What, what can they do with this? Niggas. Stop messaging me with that bullshit. It's disgraceful and has more to do with your own conflicting sexual ideals than my body, which is not doing anything but minding its own business and is not here for you. Obese is not a body type. It's a controversial medical terminology that sounds absolutely repulsive and is only used in negative ways. If you don't know what it means, then don't check that you would not date someone because they were obese and stop pretending that you are health conscious. Stop saying, well, you look good for your body type or black women are more confident in their bodies or you have curves in the right places. Because I don't believe for one second that my basic online profile and my four photos have totally shattered your lifelong ideas about what's attractive. Do not message me with this nonsense. Pick up a journal from your local Target and open a dialogue between your public self and your deeper self. No, she really, she must have a master's degree. Because this is like bare minimum. This is so smart. At the very least. Again, this has nothing to do with those who would truly never date a woman who was not fit, blonde, petite, etc. Call us to all of them. Girl, you're using words I don't know. But wow. to these conflicted men, please realize that words mean things. When you say that you would never be attracted to someone like me and then message me, it's not flattering. It's not a compliment. It's an obvious indication that you're not discerning or self-reflective enough to make your own filters and ways of seeing more open-minded to contribute to creating a more honest and inclusive space for the women you're trying to message on the mm. DL. Mm. Step up your game or mm. don't. But leave me alone. With love and gratitude, Yasmin. Those niggas don't need to be nowhere near you. Like That's you, really it. You will have them piss themselves. Like wake up in a puddle every morning. Yes. So no, I actually they can handle you. I don't think it's fine to hate fat women. I don't think it's fine to hate dark skin I was going to say that too. But I do <laughs> understand where you're coming from as far as not trying to get these niggas to change their minds. I do. I get that. Especially when so many men seem more pressed about finding a girl that they friends like than a girl that they like. And they more worried about like, oh, I don't want my homeboys to be like, damn, what you doing with a big old bitch or a dark skin bitch or whatever else. Like, I understand men can be really stupid about that, but... To demand that fat, dark-skinned women provide the work to, for men to get the fuck over that is insane. And since you've been this your whole life, I'm sure you're very fucking tired of it. So I just want to say amen to you, girl. And these niggas are closet big girl lovers. They really are. Like, they put all that bullshit on their profiles about, oh, I only want a girl with a six-pack. I only want a girl who can do this, 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 and run six miles and all whatever the fuck. And then at the they same time... six miles to meet you. Okay. And at the... What you gonna do? Jog over here to my big ass and come lay up with me. That's all you gonna do. <laughs> so shout out to you, Yasmin. If you have a read you wanna pass, send that to passtheread at gmail.com. And that's gonna wrap up this week's episode. I meant to mention earlier, probably during Black Excellence, the girl, uh, her name on Twitter is Thick Leonce. I don't know how to yes. pronounce her. She's South African, Lisigo or Lesigo. 
I'm sorry. I just hate butchering people's names. I just refuse to. But some idiot uh, posted a picture of her next to a much, much thinner model and uh, captioned it, girls that I like versus girls that like me with this girl, the bigger girl girl being the girl that likes me. And she retweeted it and said, I don't like you. So that tweet went viral. It currently has 303,889 uh, retweets and over 940,000 likes. Uh, I love a simple on, drag. Just once, like, uh, just a, a simple, succinct drag. <laughs> four <laughs> words. Don't nobody want you? <laughs> and, and it fucks up your whole, like, there's nothing else you can say. Like, bitch, she don't want you over there. I don't want you. Don't nobody want you. That's like, really it. What are you talking about? She posted on Instagram, basically. A uh, smaller version of what our homegirl right here desecrated. Everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, so shout out to her as well. Like, I don't know what the fuck y'all niggas think. You think yeah. that just because a girl might be bigger or thicker or whatever that she gotta want you because she has no other options, but you also fuck big girls. Like, what? These they're not think about you like grow up that was just like she said grow the fuck up if you like big girls then say that embrace it about yourself and be real with yourself about it or you could also do what I mentioned before and just mind your business and just shut the fuck up and stop trying to get they're retweets free. they're both free right stop trying it's nothing worse than when you tell when you try to get a retweet and it backfire in your motherfucking face and then the person who clocks you get way more retweets now you look and feel stupid I mean it would have been one thing if she was in your DMs and then you made that it's still shitty but at least you knew she was actually like <laughs> interested, interested. <laughs> but you just picked this random girl's picture and so she had to go ahead and let you know and she looks and She's gorgeous. Great. Right. Like, I saw that picture. That girl is beautiful. I like her picture. She don't want you. What? <laughs> anyway, so I just thought I would add that since because I forgot to mention her and your the read you pass is essentially the same mm, thing. Yes. Amen. All right. Check out uh this. Oh, is I the also want to read this pimple on the, my fucking com. forehead that I keep picking at, and it's just like it's ruining my life. And I also want to You never ask, break out. Like you literally never break I out. I don't understand what this is. It's not even like a normal pimple. It's like a horn. Like it's more <laughs> it's not like a horn. <laughs> Go away. Like, fuck all. And it's right in the middle of my face. I hate life. Also, why does the Black Powerpuff girl have Instagram weave? Like, why she got blue hair? Bubbles got blonde hair. She does have blue hair. Blossom is a redhead. Buttercup oh, is, Buttercup. what is it, brunette? Her hair black. Know. It's been a while. Why Why the black girl got to have a weave? Why she got to have a, a, a fashion over weave? She's a Nicki Minaj-ass Powerpuff girl. <laughs> well... I hope that they do. Her name is Bliss. Okay. Is and she? How long like, is she gonna be around? Doing I don't that? know. It seems like they're like she's gonna be a part of a special. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's gonna be in every episode consistently. I doubt it. But she'll probably be like a recurring character. That the more you touch it, the more it's gonna drive you crazy. I know, but I can't stop. <laughs> Misogyny is not going to make it go away. <laughs> All right. So check us out. This is The Read on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr. And, of course, our website. Any news, Kid Fury, this week? Yes. Next week we will be in Atlanta, Georgia yeah. on Saturday, September 30th. Uh, we would like you to know that we will be having a pop-up shop in Atlanta from 12 to 4, the same day of the show. So it will be held at the Blank Canvas ATL, which is located at 321 Nelson Street, Southwest, 
in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> okay, so I believe there will be a flyer on Instagram and Twitter for the information. So if you want to come out and get some merch or whatever, we're going to be there. Asante is going to be hosting it. Yeah. Um, so pop by at the pop-up, grab you some stuff, be cute, and come out with us and be ghetto on our show that same night. We're going to have a great time if we can go to OLG. Um, hopefully they're washing their hands. and <laughs> Don't do this. Just, yeah, so that's a thing that's happening you can know about. And I think there are still tickets left for some other shows on the tour. If you're interested, you can go to thereadlive.com. The dates are also on Instagram and Twitter, so go check that out. Yes, and guys, these are just the fall dates. I know some of you have been like, uh, why are you not coming to my city? What about this? Oh. Like, we have a couple of cities on this this fall tour that we haven't even been to in years. So yeah, let some of the girls have a good time. <laughs> All right. I don't think I have anything. So do we have an, an acronym this week? The acronym this week is R E R F E B. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really easy. R- refer friends, everyone benefits. Root for everybody black. <laughs> How did I not get that? I don't know. Stop but you got rugrats. I cannot stop. I have to put a band aid over it. All right, I'm leaving. All right, bye guys. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once in a lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.